Bobby, I don't think I've ever seen you in a shirt that was not a t-shirt. I was thinking that earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm and running the, out of clothes. The hat matches <laughs> the shirt. I've got a real problem right now where I'm running out of clothes. I haven't done my laundry in a long time. I'm getting to the uh, very, very, you know, I, I don't know if y'all have this, but like a stash of like shirts that you don't ever wear, but they're in the closet. What's everyone's kind of daily outfit? We work remotely. Well, I usually <laughs> throw a hat on. I throw an Under Armour shirt on. I throw some shorts on. I don't know. I see Nike a lot. A lot of Nike shirts. More than yeah, Under Armour. I have more Under Armour just because my wife bought me a ton of Under Armour shirts. I don't like picking clothes. Like, I don't like doing any of that stuff. I don't like having to make the decision. So I just pick the first thing in there. You, you kind of had to have a uniform in the Steve Jobs way. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. athletic shirt. Hat. The athletic shirts are because I get hot. I, like I'm, I run hot. I'm hot right now. Uh, I live in the most humid. It's cold outside, and I'm hot. I live in the most humid place ever. My wife keeps the uh, air conditioner very warm. Well, she keeps the. Heat. I don't know if it's heat or air. I don't know the right way to say that. But it's just hot in our house all the time, man. And I've just found that those Under Armour shirts just do the trick. What's the typical temperature in your house? And I battled for a long time to get it down to 74, but usually it's about 75, 76. That's hot. That's like yeah, nursing dude. home hot. I, how many nurse? Really? I didn't know that. I think so. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like old people's homes are typically like uncomfortably warm. Oh yeah. Was there a negotiation on that at any point in your marriage? Um, a negotiation? Well, I mean, you obviously would want it cooler. Oh, well, I mean, I, I would just, um, there was no negotiation. I just got used to just it being hot. Um, and then when my son was born, uh, my wife suddenly started caring about it being too hot in her house. And so now like, because he runs hot, like me, I've gotten a little bit relief that she turns it down to like 74, but it's like a hot 74. So I don't know. It's just one of those things, you know, sometimes in life you just kind of just give up caring about things that annoy you. <laughs> I've kind of given up on it and I'm just like used to it now. So, uh, but we do like when people come over, I have to like crank the AC down because I forget how hot it is in our house compared to oh, what see, most people, like a lot of people are like in the 70 range, six, what, what is the temperature for everybody right now where you are on an average warm day in Florida? Our AC is like 71 or 72. I would want it lower than that probably on most days. My wife and I, when, when we got married, she probably left her, left her house at like 76, 70. Her parents are like in South Florida and they're like at 77, which is just insane to me. But um, yeah, I kind of was like, I can't do this. But I think when I was in college, we'd keep it at like 69, 70. So like I came up mm. a little bit. Yeah. Mine is, <laughs> I almost said 69. I don't. I said something just ridiculous. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it just, I'm, yeah, that was one where I'm glad that my brain kicked in and was like, don't, don't finish that sentence. Except this that you have recorded. continued to say things no, about it. What I was going to say was so much worse than what actually came out of my mouth. So just, yeah. That's a win. Yes. Um, yeah. My heat is at like 68 or 69 right now. What about the summer? What is, what is your AC on? AC stays at, I mean, like if I'm trying to save money, probably like 74, but if I'm not like 72. Yeah. And when I go to sleep, it's at like 68. Yeah. Sleep's got to be 69 or 70. Yeah. 
I feel like Ariel's going to disagree with us here, but Dude, I, Robert, people people are roasting me on that that video that we have that's going viral right now. It's over 100k but because I just said like, the security you pay for thing, security with your savings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people don't don't get me wrong. People are roasting me too for for different reasons. They're like, man, this guy just complains a lot, but yeah. they're roasting you because they're like, oh, it's like you know, this guy clearly makes poor financial decisions just because he thinks that he's going to save money and put it in security. Like they're, they're talking yes. about. Taxes, uh, they are all sorts of stuff. They are they're not incorrect. You. Yeah, <laughs> they're not wrong. <laughs> I just think that it's funny. It's like money be damned. Like, well, I just like I, I like it. No, it's good. We need that on the personal finance podcast. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is like I make bad financial decisions for comfort. <laughs> well, like I will spend I, I will spend okay. extra money to get a good night's sleep. No, no, no. You know okay, I mean? let's reframe that though. Let's reframe that. You spend money on things that bring you more comfort and happiness and enjoy. How about that? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not out here buying like Voss water bottles every day. But <laughs> like, probably, that's a yeah, that's the lap yeah. of luxury. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If Michael's. I'm not. Like, I'm not drinking Fiji stuff. water. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I do like a Fiji from time to time, and I don't know why. Like every once in a while, is I'm it the square like bottle? You think? It has a little. It has a different minerality to it. It's got something about it where it just feels feels different. Ariel, how do you feel about Fiji water? Um, I mean, I don't have feelings about it. I drink tap oh my water. Gosh. This is St. Louis has amazing well, tap water. Well, of course they do. Of course yeah. they do. Yeah. It, it's what makes the uh, Emo dough so good. We should talk about that. Yeah. What's your What's your AC plan in the summer, Ariel? Oh, um, I think in the summer. I think it's like 72, 73. I would like it colder. And in the winter, it's set it's set lower than I would like. Like it's 30 degrees outside and our heat is at 64, I think. See, I, I think that's the way it should be done. I'm just not allowed to touch the thermostat in our house. That is, I've been banned from Whoa. it. Hold on. What? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. You just on, opened huh? something. I know. I would I like know, to I know, know more about that. I would like to hear more about this. <laughs> your husband can't go into your bank account, but you can't touch the thermostat. I mean, I've agreed to this, though. <laughs> okay. Consented. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's important. I just, I, I want, I just heard that. I was like, whoa. Okay. Let's talk through. You know, see what's going on. No, I, I just at our old house, I would, I would mess with it during the day, and I think it was because their thermostat at the old house was a little finicky, like you touch it a little mm. bit and it would like go up five degrees or something. So I've just said, you know what? I'm not going to touch it anymore. If I'm cold, I'll put more clothes on. If I'm hot, I'll drink some ice water, turn some fans on. Is it, it's oh, kind of funny that you call it your old house seeing as you, the current house you live in was built like 300 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three, wait, wait, wait. Well, hold on. It's not when, really when you say three hundred years. years. <laughs> Probably what, it's almost a hundred years old. Michael, yeah. Michael's asking. He's acting like he hasn't looked it up and knows the exact build date on that thing. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know the carpenters' names. <laughs> Their social security <laughs> numbers. <laughs> you know. Okay. So, like, Michael, what were you saying? You you do what Ariel does in regard. Or to you said that's the way that the way that she does it is the way that should be done. With I think when. It, I am a believer if it's cold outside, you should not be trying to uh, get into the 70s or, mm -hmm. or warm your house that much. I think it's going to be cooler during the winter and you put on more clothes or you build a fire or whatever. But your mm -hmm. house is not meant to be wait, wait, artificially wait, wait, wait. heated. You, 
build a you fire. Build a, yeah. fi- a fire is the same thing as turning up the thermostat. No, it's just different. I'm deeply no, offended not. by this Mm-mm. statement coming there is from something about the hot, no, no, I, no. I yeah. will I, not I, hear this. There is something I agree. About Michael does air. not have a leg to stand on with This it is the most offensive two legs. ever said. <laughs> Here's the thing. That hot air blowing and just being in a, a closed box with hot air is different than a fire or if the if it's just warm outside. I hate mm-hmm. that I hate the air conditioned or the you closed know, box hate, with HVAC. Hot air. Yeah, it's like being yeah, in a the casket. blowing air. Blowing, the blowing air is tough. Air. So we have we have radiators here now and yeah, man, I can live that with is a yeah, huge that's nice. difference. That's like a that's a oh, different boy. kind of heat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the blowing air that mm-hmm. trips you out. Yeah, I'm saying the HVAC. I don't think you should heat with your HVAC to that level. Why not? Because of the blowing air. Because, because you don't. Said because so. it's uncomfortable for you. I'm not mm-hmm. saying morally you shouldn't. I'm saying okay. I okay. Don't. <laughs> okay. So when you're we go saying on our, you don't like it, which, I don't like it, and I don't okay. want to be a part of it. When we All go right, on our retreat, what is the temperature going to be? Sixty-six. Really? No, I think Please, it's a little lower than God, that. No. In the house, sixty-six. Oh, oh. I think the outside temperature is like mid forties or fifties. So honestly, so we're going to build it was a fire. Me, if it was up to me. I would do no. nothing. The HVAC mm-hmm. would be off the entire mm-hmm. time we were there. <laughs> I support this, Michael. I do not believe in heating a home when it's 50 degrees all? outside. I, I Don't say you all. I don't agree with this. I think that is very strange. <laughs> like, yeah, but you live like you. a lizard person. Your house is like 77 <laughs> degrees right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I, can't, I can't argue against that. Um, I feel like – so who gets to control it? I don't feel – Michael just Michael disqualified I. himself and – No, Thank I don't God. know about that. I don't. Michael's the operations manager. He knows how to operate thermostats the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yeah. I'm a director of operations just so we're clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I think Robert is the most I, – I have no feel for it because it's going to be 85 degrees in there if I do it. So I oh, think God. that it needs to be Robert because he's, he's in the middle of the spectrum. Between okay, so this brings you back to you. You, thank you. Uh, can we agree to this? You're in a city. It's wintertime. It's cold outside. You're bundled up. You walk into any building. They have it way too hot in there, and it's uncomfortable, and you're sweating by the time you're out of there. Yeah, yeah, but I just feel like that happens so rarely. Rarely. It happens every time it's cold outside, and you walk into any store or mm. restaurant, and they've got it too hot in there. <laughs> saying that it happens know. anytime you walk into a store or restaurant feels a little extreme a little strong. to me. Yeah. It's a little strong. I don't know. I, this is, I, yeah, like I have no. Wait, hang on, hang on. <laughs> okay. Michael, you grew up in Georgia, correct? Yes. Have you ever lived any further north than Georgia? No. Okay. All right. Perfect. I know what I need yeah. to know. Okay. I still don't like (laughs) circulating hot air. (laughs) All right. All right. We're talking about, uh, you know, the four of us staying for a week and the AC or the heat system. And this is we're going on a a team retreat in two weeks. Yes. Correct. This is going to sound kind of familiar to a previous questionable decision of buying a school together. This one is what about buying a house together with friends as a way to, I want you to go back a few years ago to when you were Robert's age. Um, all of us, sorry, Robert, you can just stay in the same age or you yeah, can Michael, go back a few years, go back a few years to when you were my age. <laughs> for context. I'm 30 and Michael is 29. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So let's go back to, let's just say when, when you were all 
26. How about that? We're all 26 years old. Would you, and you're not married, you don't have kids or anything like that. You might have a significant mm. other. Would you, to buy a house, buy a house with friends as a way to sort of build your wealth, get into a place before, you know, instead of having to uh, come up with a down payment on your own and taking a mortgage out on your own, would you and, you know, two, three close friends do that? We all Does own that it seem together. like a questionable like, decision? Like equal split, own it together, all put the yeah. same amount of money into it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Or how about That's this? Let's, what about oh. the four of us buy a house together? Errol, is this a I don't know. That made me feel like physically uncomfortable on the inside, and I don't really know why. I got to really think about those feelings that I just had. Okay, it could just be it could just be friends. It could be okay. not coworkers. Not not the three people that I work with on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, maybe it should not be. Can that. you imagine? Can you imagine if yeah. Bobby came to us and was like, "Listen, guys, I've got an idea. Why don't all you, my employees, put in a down payment and we'll buy a house together and we'll live there together?" Yeah, I just want to be clear that I would never. Do this physical. Yeah, let's go. Go back to the idea of friends. Friends, you're 26, so the idea, 27. Mm -hmm. The idea of it is great. And I'm going to say a lot of positive things about it. But I'm going to point out the two things I see being really big tripping points just right up front. Number one, being in business with your friends, which is essentially what you're doing. You're you're mm -hmm. entering a sort of business financial relationship. That can be tricky. Uh, that can be tricky. You're kind of locked into living with each other. If you have, if you live with your roommates and you rent, you don't like it, your lease ends, you know, you can move out. Um, which brings me to my second sticky point, which is how do you, how do you exit? So you all go in equal at some point, your life changes. How do you get out of it? Uh, you know, they have to, does your roommates have to buy you out? Do you find a replacement? So that gets a little tricky. Other than that, of course. It's so much better than renting. You can do what you want to it. You can, especially if you have like, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person who I'm, when I'm in a place, I just want to be improving it. Like I want to tear out a wall or paint something or build something. So renting is difficult in that way. If I didn't have a wife and kids, I'd buy, yeah, I'd buy a house with some friends. I would, I would actually prefer that somebody else buys the house. I'm 26. I think I would rather somebody else buy the house and I just rent for from them for cheap hmm. because I think if you have four people, that's like, that's have that's a lot of people that get to make decisions together about the house. Like, I feel like it's hard enough with two people, but then if I'm, if I'm living there and Michael's ripping out a wall and I know Michael, he's not asking <laughs> if he's going to rip out the wall first, like he's just going to start ripping the wall out and then, you know. Put a question. And you're going to come and go, like, Michael, like I don't, I don't you know. Like this? This? <laughs> You'll say, Michael, I don't know that you should rip down the wall. Yeah. And I'd say, shut up. I'm ripping down the wall. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, you know, if you had, and then you have two other people, I just don't think that I, I wouldn't want to deal with the conflict of it. So I would rather just have a cheaper place to live and not have to deal with the maintenance or argue with anybody. Like, if Michael rips a wall, like, whatever, it's his place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, I think as my life, progresses and my responsibilities stack up and they just continue to stack up of my own doing. It seems really cool to like go back to like 26. If I'm, if I'm single, no kid to just have like no responsibilities, like just rent. I have a bedroom. There's like no, I wouldn't even put any decorations in that thing. It would be like a bed and a sheet and a pillow. And that would be it. And then I would leave the house every day. I'd come back whenever I came back, who knows? And I just sleep in there because I was paying rent and that's it. So, Did you ever watch True Detective? No, I don't think so. 
Well, for those of you who have watched True Detective, I just picture Bobby's space as, is it Rust's, like, apartment where he's got, like, an air mattress and then, a, like, a mirror this size on the wall that he just, like, peers into with one eye every morning? Well, uh, so anyway. I, I used to, when I was in college, my last year of college, I, was tw- I guess I was 22 or 23, um, I lived with one of my best friends growing up. I rented a room from his house. And it was very similar to this. We would like go and like do whatever. We would play golf. We would like, we just did anything all the time because I, I, Coral had already gotten a job. She was already working in Houston and I was still finishing up college. And so the room I was in had a bed, it had a sheet, had no furniture. And I loved it. I thought it was awesome. The only deck, uh, decor in that house, my roommate had a picture of Kramer on the wall. <laughs> And he also had no furniture, nothing. So like I, I, and it was awesome. It was like the best time ever. So I would do that again in a heartbeat. I think at 26, I had no interest in owning a house. Um, I feel like I've only recently gotten to the point where I like that idea. I just didn't want the responsibility of the upkeep and, and all of that. Um, that aside, I think I'd be open to the idea of, buying a house with friends to live in, but there would have to be like, you would almost have to have like bylaws of like, here's how we will make decisions about Mm -hmm. the house. Here's the plan for when we will sell the house. And so I think you would just have to have very clear guidance around those sorts of things because, or yeah, because you could definitely get emotional about stuff. And so I think having those, guidelines in place would keep you from doing that as much. So I, I want to go to the bylaws thing in a moment, but I want to bring up the, the what sort of prompted this decision. And it is a, there's a group of three women in their late twenties, early thirties who bought a house together in Gallatin, Tennessee. Um, oh, that's like really close. Oh, you me. could go visit and see That's how like, it's oh, going. 30 you go, minutes. From could you go here, get some B-roll for the social cuts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drive over there. <laughs> this is a group of three women who are joining forces to buy a home. But would you choose to buy a house with them? For these friends, the answer is yes. Anybody? What made you all decide we want to buy a home together? Yeah, so we actually were roommates. We worked very well together as a a unit, so we decided to actually make an investment. Together, Amanda Schneider, age 30, Kathy Keel, 30, and Stephanie Vandergrift, 28, bought this Tennessee house in May 2020. Wait, so how many rooms do you have here? Uh, Three bed, two and a half bath, and then we have the bonus room, the office, and also the finished garage. Dang, the three of you. Yes. All right, living large. (laughs) They join many millennials co-buying homes, many for the first time. Many? The number of co-buyers with different last names increased. Yeah, look at this. 772 percent from 2014 to 2021. I think millennials Is it like are... one to seven or something? What's a 700 percent increase if nobody's doing it? Well, the thing that I took, I wondered about that too, is it's people with different last names buying homes together. That could just be like you and your significant other. It doesn't mean like friends, yeah. you know? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Couples out yeah. of wedlock. Correct. I mean, I don't think it's all that crazy when you think about, I don't know, what's a median three bedroom, you know, not ostentatious house, you know, 350, a uh, 15% down payment on that would be 
you know, 50,000 ish, three people. Like, I mean, that's a very doable kind of number. Some more details about these three women. They saved up $15,000 for a payment. It's a $315,000 mortgage, two and a half bathroom, single family home on one and a quarter acres of land. And it's a 30 year 15, mortgage. 15,000 each? It just said 15,000 was their oh, down payment. They may be on like an FHA or something. Yeah. yeah it could be. I mean, FHA. yeah. So, okay. But there was a what, quote in there too from them that said, we split everything three ways so it's cheaper to live. If you have good friends, you have a lot in common, you can pretty much hang out whenever. It's like a permanent sleepover. We don't have any plans to go anywhere. None of us are currently dating. We're all focused on our careers. So for now, yeah, it's for the foreseeable future we plan to stay. I just feel like it's a short-sighted decision. Like I feel like that's one of those things that's really probably fun and cool, but like the second one of those person persons, second one of those people goes out <laughs> and gets a Michael, and then Michael comes in there and lives with you. Mm-hmm. Like now, all of a sudden, the dynamics totally different. And like they can't just can they just move out and they still just kind of own part of the house? Do you still pay the rent? Like I just feel like you kind of get into a, a weird thing if one person's life changes in any I th- yeah I think significant way. I think it's probably really fun until it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. in, in many scenarios, it'd probably be totally fine for as long as it was going to happen. But you get like into one argument or one fight. I mean, it's, it's that st- don't crap where you eat or yeah, don't crap where you eat. Like you're going in, you're basically buying an investment property together. You're putting your name and your financial, you know, you're, you're putting your finances into it. What happens if you can't live together anymore? It's one thing if you mm-hmm. just have a business fall through, but like ne- you live next door to, to, to each other's rooms. Yeah. So one of the women in, Tri- in that group pointed out that she didn't realize how messy her friends were until Ooh. like two weeks in and she's a neat freak and the other two are just like everywhere. You know, stuff everywhere. I thought it said that they had been roommates before that. It sounded like that, but then it was, I guess maybe that was a different scenario than like I own this place now. I can kind of well. At the very least, messier. that may be a good that may be a good like uh, piece of advice before you buy the house. Get a one year lease together. Mm-hmm. You know, like live together. Yeah. See if it's unbearable. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It just mm, man, I think that there's more bad things that can happen than good things. Yeah, in yeah. this scenario, I, I but you know I think Robert had a good points. Like if you have a clear agreement, like and how do people exit this thing? What, like what happens if somebody gets married or something or has a kid? You imagine you don't have two of you don't well, have kids and you're like single and then one has a kid. Is that oh coming up? God. Well, just yeah. all right. I'm going to share something okay. else with you. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, I knew it. Okay. I knew there was something Go ahead, there. Robert. What were you going to say? <laughs> um, I was just going to say it. Ta- I think it like I think for the majority of people. It could be a questionable decision. You just have to be like really – like everyone involved has to be really freaking good at communicating mm-hmm. and like processing their own emotions because if one person is not, it throws the whole thing off. It's just walking a tightrope. Well, and here's my little bit of pushback, and Bobby brought up the point. For some people, this might work, but a better solution for most people – would likely be for one of the friends to buy the house and then you yeah. rent from them, which is a very common thing. And if they've already got an FHA loan, I mean, you're talking about an amount of money that if you're going to buy a house and people are going to basically pay your mortgage for you, you should be able to achieve you know, the 2% it takes to get an FHA loan. That seems like it'd be cleaner in the long run and you get all the fun of living together. 
without the messiness of being tied up in, uh, you know, real estate ownership at the place you live. My concern about someone buying the house and then you just renting it from them for cheap or renting a room for cheap is I've seen, I've had friends who've been in that situation before and they were uh, 21, 22, so a little bit younger, but it was a friend. He, he rented the house. So it wasn't, he, it wasn't that he bought it, but he rented the house and then like rented out rooms to two or three of his other friends. And three months in, they just stopped paying rent and they kept partying there and trash the place. And then it was on him to make up the rent. So, you know, I think the I, the good side maybe about the mortgage is that everybody has stake in it. You know, everybody could have some, uh, uh, you know, there could be some bad implications, negative implications. Also, yeah, no, uh, that all can be accomplished with like a proper lease too. <laughs> like, I don't, That's I don't true. Get that. Okay. All right. Michael just but, shut that down. Okay. <laughs> like, Ariel, yeah, Ariel, I mean, tell us who got pregnant. This guy rented uh, a home and then just let people crash and they didn't pay rent. Like, well, no, I mean yeah, they were paying rent. That the was lease. the agreement, but they yes, they didn't have a lease agreement or anything like that. So okay, okay, going back to the possibly having a baby or having a baby. So this is a story I found. It's uh it was it's in Medium. So this is eight people co buying a home together. They are in New Zealand. Um, they kind of admit that they're kind of free spirited. They admitted that there were some, you know, oh, questions better. like sounds like a cult. It's, You're clearly yeah, a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> it sounds like a cult. <laughs> Very mm -hmm. much. There's the, nope. the group of people. Yep. You know, they look like a fun bunch. I think mm. I'd maybe buy a house. Dude, with this them. is a cult. This is a cult. No, it's not a cult. Um, it's, it's. They found, this it. is the first house that they looked at. It was by the ocean. Uh, seven okay. bedrooms built a hundred years ago. I mean, that looks like a beautiful place. It looks great. Is they, this just like a polyamorous? Is that the no, right word for that? No, they're not. I, there's yes, been nothing about that in this. Yes, but you can tell. But can we just kind of assume a little bit? Like, can we just, no. like, just stretch, <laughs> stretch no, beyond no. The, the confines of the article and just kind of like, that's got to be what this is, isn't it? I mean, it could be like, you well, know, they're a good looking like bunch of people. I don't know if that well, has anything to do with it, but I mean, <laughs> like, I, let's go. I, I just want to tell you a little bit about the financials yeah, of this group of people. Go, yeah. They, they realized that together they could buy like a million dollar house was what their thoughts were. Four of them together mm. at 250. They realized quickly that wasn't going to happen. So they created this little chart that shows 850 was the top for this one person, 730 for the bottom. And then they just found the midpoint. So they were comfortable spending about $750,000 on a house together or 740 is what they decided. So anyway, you go through the series of them looking at homes and falling in love with them and trying to buy them, da, 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 da. And then they end up buying this place, which I'm going to admit not the most appealing place on the out. It's very dark looking mm -hmm. to make this work. They drew up, Oh yeah, there they are now. They look. Oh, this is polyamory. It's, it's yeah, one hundred. Look at that, Ariel. At come that. on, he's riding on our shoulders. <laughs> I like okay. how that's your thing. <laughs> that, okay. All right. All right. Anyway, they linked to their co-ownership agreement. Mm. The idea being oh. that you could, if you wanted to, um, you know, do this with some other couples, you could, uh, you know, 
create your own you agreement. Could copy, you could take, okay. You Hold can on, let's, let's read these names template. real quick. Okay. We got a, we got a I, Jody, I like that they have a this. Rosemary, a Michael Peter I think this Robinson. Is smart. Robson? Yeah. Is that misspelled? Rupert? This is Michael I'm Peter surprised Robson. that Rupert <laughs> Snook is a real name. <laughs> Rupert a Laurie Babington Snook. <laughs> that is a freaking <laughs> name and a half. It's a great dude. name. Wow. So par- parties agree to purchase the property for some of XXX purchase price plus blah, blah, blah. Uh, as tenants in common and shares of 25% each uh, per couple. And then each couple jointly owns 25% share. So it's four couples. Mm -hmm. Four Four couples. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Come on now. Come on. (laughs) We know what this is. So there were some interesting things as I was reading through here. Okay. So ownership cost. Ownership cost for maintenance and repairs exceeding $400 may not be incurred by one party without the prior agreement of the other parties. So if Michael wanted to spend $450 on something he would have to, you know, everybody else would have to agree on it. But if it was like 399, he could just go ahead and do it. It's kind of interesting. Like why $400? I'd just be breaking them into lots of little 399 projects. That's, I was, I was literally thinking that I was, I was about to say, he's just going to make a bunch of 399 purchases to get around this. So they have this hardship fund and missed mortgage payments uh, section, which is uh, each party is individually responsible for meeting their mortgage repayments and contributions to the ownership account. They have a hardship account. That is, if you miss a mortgage payment and you know, you've exhausted all other possible financial options available to you, you are entitled to use up to $2,000 from the hardship fund to make your repayments. The money is loaned to them interest-free for up to one year, but must be repaid to the hardship account as soon as possible. Any amount borrowed will start incurring interest from one year after the loan date and the lowest mortgage interest rate offered by the bank at that time. So I like that there is like a, an account set up in case of something like that. Let it sounds me- like it sucks. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, at first, I was like totally. I was in agreement with Robert. I was like, yeah, you know, you gotta have the agreement. You gotta have, a, but it's like this is complex. This is really complex. Like, mm-hmm. this seems worse than just buying your own cheaper houses. I, I guess I don't. I, I don't know. I, just, I agree. The only thing I would say is, let's say you have these four couples. If they were able to buy the seven bedroom home by the ocean, that's something that's not accessible you know, mm-hmm. to, to any of them individually, if it had just like a, you got a baller upside as opposed to, you know, living in an apartment or a, a home that you could afford on your own. That's the only thing that might make this attractive. You get to have yeah. some, you know, great house you could not, could, couldn't have on your own. But other than that, I mean, you're opening yourself up to just it's trouble. Big. Yeah. It's going to be a huge house too. I don't want to see, I don't want to see other people. Like there's times exactly. in the day where I just don't want to see anybody else, you know? Yeah. Well, here's, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to bring up the children thing because that's kind of what prompted me to bring this agreement up. So they do have, they have this section, what happens if someone else wants to move in? No person, including prospective renters or buyers, can move into the property without the consent of all parties, okay? Having children, clause 47 includes any children of any party. So if you get pregnant, they have a a section in here, a clause, if any party finds out that they are pregnant and start or start planning to have a child, they have to tell the other parties as soon as they know. And then the other parties have to agree whether or not they will let this new See, person this is, this move is, oh, in. My, oh, I don't like, this is, this is just, yep. I'm out. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm sorry. It just that That's... is wild to me. But I also get it though. Like you know, a baby is messy. Eight people is too many. Eight mm -hmm. people is too damn many to yeah, buy. Mm -hmm. one house regardless of how baller it is you're gonna get tired of these people you can't like that house would have to be unbelievably big in order for yeah. it to be feasible and for i find four mm -hmm. couples to that live your there. threshold mm -hmm. for like living with people quickly diminishes with age yes. so like college mm -hmm. so much fun you got five roommates six roommates uh even maybe when you're young and and married like maybe you could deal with it but Boy, right adult. now, uh, uh yeah. no, no, no. I don't want anybody living with me. I mean, there's sometimes I don't want my husband and children in my house. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should go with some friends on a secondary home to escape your family, mm. and that could oh, you could like yeah. own a second yeah. on getaway home there. where none That's of you go to the really common areas. Smart. You just have your own room. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think like this sounds cool in theory, but in practice, with human nature being what it Nightmare. is, just would not work. Mm -hmm. Has to be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Unless I feel like this. I think if you're in a cult, this works. Well, but then it turns into a nightmare. Like, what is there ever a cult that Do, like ends well, well? I don't. Okay. When Not I see yet. people, when I see these like cult documentaries, these people seem these people seem pretty content usually in these cult documentaries that I've watched. You know what That's I mean? What I'm but saying, until something terrible. Well, happens. it's always some meddling somebody that messes it all up for. for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. You know, the branch that, Davidians were happy in there, and then freaking government got saying. involved. Yeah, I mean, I guess if there was like some kind of <laughs> some kind of mission or something that they were trying to achieve here, but if all was so well ready, on Ruby Ridge until the FBI decided to poke their nose into it. Oh man, and I know how you feel about this. This feels like the beginning of a documentary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. First scenario, okay ish. You're young, mm -hmm. questionable. Second scenario, that's that's a terrible idea. I think. Are any of us for this at this point? I like that Bobby split it into two. Like that's two mm -hmm. different yeah. situations, right? Like couple versus like, yeah, being at the age where you're in a couple and buying it with your partner in a group of other couples versus doing it with a few friends. Now, yeah, I, I know this is not, not to save money, but an interest I've always had, seriously, is to have some kind of a sort of commune like i'd love to live on the same sort of property as family and friends but in different homes uh i don't think that's why these people are doing it i think they're doing it to save money mm. but i like the idea of living near very close to people i i like but not I you were yeah. about to outline the plan for a cult like starting a cult like, <laughs> yeah. okay. he was about to say a very culty thing but yeah. like pretend like it wasn't a cult <laughs> yes <laughs> I think like Bobby, I agree with where he's going with that, where maybe if you're younger and you've got kind of, um, it's, there's fewer obligations to other people. I also think even if you were younger and you were doing it, there should be some like, um, you know, Hey, five-year plan. What's the five-year plan? We're going to exit this in five years. We're going to hopefully at least break even, um, assuming the market does well, we'll be able to make some extra money. Uh, all of that, uh, it, could improve your credit score. There could be a lot of benefits from it. But the we are uh, in our thirties. We're couples. We're to the point where kids might be on the table. No, mm -mm. I'm good. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd, spot on. Um, I think if you're going to do it, if you are going to do it when you're in that younger scenario, I would just want to have like very clear written mm -hmm. agreement plans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. I would I would like to go back to to say that all of you seem like none of you. That didn't make any sense. Did yeah, it? you nailed it. <laughs> I just want to say that only you never did a Joshua show. <laughs> I would like to say that it seemed like none of you wanted to own a home when you were younger. Like, or if you if you had the choice, you wouldn't want the responsibility. I've always wanted to own a home. So I guess I'll be in control of the thermostat at our retreat. Hey, wait a second, though. I, I mean, yeah, I bought a house right. when I was 20. So I've owned a home Dang. since I was pretty young. Boom. Yeah. So who gets control of the thermostat now? That's fine. Got me him. and Ariel agree on the thermostat. So <laughs> we'll come in. Robert's the best person to do this. Robert is not. That's, yeah, Thank is. you, Bobby. He's in How about we get we each get a day? We get like uh we get co ownership of it or something. Or like an hour at a time. <laughs> yeah, let's do we an hour the, at a we, time. All right, here's the deal. We open the doors, completely reset back to fifty degrees, and then we get our chance to to change the thermostat, see what we like. We're gonna need to put some sort of agreement Every 90 in place minutes. for the thermostat situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what if one of us has a children, like a child, or brings like a stranger in? Do they if I'm get on to the have... retreat and I'm thinking about having a child, I'll I'll notify you all in writing. <laughs> Thank you. Please do. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, we want to hear your questionable decisions. We want to talk about them. We want to marinate on them. We want to think about them. We want you to text them to us at three two one. At three two one. Two 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 zero two zero three. We've also got this really amazing email list. We send out the best emails. Robert writes emails. Bobby writes emails. Ariel writes emails. I've never written an email. The, you can sign up for it in the show notes below. And we're going to be back next week. Every Monday we put this thing up. So you need to come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> So you need to come back here. <laughs> come back. You better listen to this next week. <laughs> if you don't listen to our podcast, I swear to God. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>